This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, 10 years ago, uh, today actually, a woman who was the mother of two teenage girls went for a jog on a Friday afternoon in Pacific Spirit Park on the west side of Vancouver. And that's all we know. Wendy Ladner Beaudry was murdered there. And in the years since then, while there has been, you know, lots of speculation, there's been no progress in finding out who did this to her or what happened. Today, police held a press conference to remind us about this case and to talk about what the last 10 years has been like. Also, we're joined now by Peter Ladner, Wendy Ladner Beaudry's brother. And thank you so much for joining us, Peter. Pleased to be here, Simi. Let's start by getting you to tell us about Wendy. What was Wendy like? Um, Wendy was a, a great mother. She was a very wise person. She was physically active. She was a fantastic athlete. She was a former um, world telemark ski champion. She was a really good swimmer, and she loved physical activity, and she loved to try to share that that joy that she had with other people and uh, help en- enrich their lives. She was the co-chair of the, the BC Games and uh, very involved. She knew all the Olympics people and avid field hockey player and um, just a, a wonderful, wonderful person. What do we know about what happened that day? Uh, she went out for a jog, the place she, used, she usually went, and uh, she was coming back. I think she was coming back, yeah, and she was very close to the entrance to the park at, uh, was it Marine Drive and Camosun? I think it's Camosun, yeah. And she got killed. And nobody knows why. Nobody knows who did it. Nobody. There was no motive. It was seemed like a random killing. And she was by herself. Um, she did not have earplugs in, and uh, she must have been caught by surprise. And there it is. And it was a very small window, wasn't it? That this could have happened from the time that she went running to the time that somebody actually found her body. Yeah, it was 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, and uh, I, I don't know exactly when her body was found, but it was, yeah, it was very shortly after that. Somebody yeah. came across it, and she was lying there. And, and such a really public area. I know we always say Pacific Spirit Park, but there's an elementary school nearby. There's people on those trails all the time at that time of day. Yeah, the park people have cleared out a little bit of the brush since then, but if you go to the site now, as I do quite often... Um, you can see the traffic on Marine Drive. It's right there, and you can pretty much see the entrance to the park. It's it's a very it's it's not completely public, but it's pretty public place. It is one of the most puzzling mysteries, isn't it? Like ten years and no sign. Like, what have the police told you about this? Well, I got to be thankful for the police for the effort that they put into this. They haven't let this case go. We were out there this morning talking with them, and and uh, they've been doing all sorts of investigations. They've they claim they've interviewed thousands of people, and uh, they don't have a suspect. They don't have a—I was going to say they don't have a clue. Uh, literally, they don't have a clue. Uh, they don't know why it happened. They're, they're sort of uh, grasping around. They're now, as we all are, relying on somebody to come forward who knows about it and hasn't said anything yet. We've had lots of tips and clairvoyance. and Have you really? Oh, yeah. Talk to psychics, the whole thing? Well, we haven't gone to talk to them, but they've come to us and said, I, I, I know what happened or this happened or that happened. We asked the police today, have you ever solved a crime based on a, something from a clairvoyant? And the answer was not, no, never. And they um, must have to deal with that all the time, though, right? They do. Plus, people who have 
crazy ideas and and funny tips, but uh, and so I, I, maybe some of them have been real, but they haven't been able to to, to find anything that that lasts. I saw something. I think was it today that said the police have had something like three hundred different people that they looked at for this at some point. Oh, more than that. Yeah, yeah. They say three hundred, but some they were asked today and how many they'd question, and they say for each person we look at, there might be ten or twenty others around those people that we interview. And they've been trying to get people to do polygraphs and other things, and uh, you can't force people to do these things. And when you don't have a uh, a piece of evidence or a witness to say this was the person, and you just got to go and grind them down, then they don't even know whether it's worthwhile pursuing. Do you think that's, um, Peter, the reason why this story continues to just be in the news and fascinates us all is that it's so hard to believe that something like that could happen and there's no evidence of any, like n- no clue at all, as you say, what happened to her? It's very hard to believe. And because it, it's, it, it, we do believe and the police believe it was a random killing, that's one of the reasons they're continuing to pursue it because a random killing means that the same person could go out and randomly kill somebody else. Most killings occur from, from people who are known to the other yeah. person, to the victim. Um, and so there's a kind of a smaller circle of potential victims. But this this one, like it could be anybody at any time. And that's the thing scene. I think that scares the public too, right? Is that That's a very popular park. Lots of people go jogging in there. They're walking in there. And Correct. if it could happen to her, it could happen to anybody. That's right. What has the last 10 years been like for your family then in trying to keep kind of Wendy's memory out there? Well, obviously, inside the family, we think about her a lot. Um, we feel it's our job, really, as far as this investigation goes, to keep keep this out in the public because all we can do is, is uh, let people know how much we're suffering and think that somebody might have some empathy and decide it's time to say what they know. So it's your belief that there's somebody out there who does know something? There must be. There has to be. Not even just the person who did it, but people around them noticed some suspicious behavior. There was a lot of of commotion and noise and fuss and media attention at the time it happened. Yeah. Uh, You couldn't have lived in the neighborhood or been around without knowing it had happened and maybe noticing something in the behavior of somebody that you observed that seemed a bit bit suspicious or something. That is usually how these things happen, like later on when we solve these things, right? Is that they didn't think it was relevant, but you don't know what's actually relevant, what might be significant to this. That's right. And uh, so, I mean, if somebody has any little idea and they thought, oh, this is too crazy to, I never thought I would mention it before, or it doesn't, I'm really not sure, uh, call the police and you've got, I, I assume you've got the number there. You can I do have the, the number. number. I can tell them they can call, let's see, Crime Stoppers, 1-800-222-8477, or just call RCMP Major Crimes Unit, that's 778-290-5291. I mean, every year we do this. Peter, I know. Right? Every yeah, year. Believe me, I know. Yeah. And you've got, you're wearing a t-shirt today that has Wendy's picture on it with her name there. How many years have you had to wear that now on the anniversary to talk about her story? Well, um, it was Chip Wilson, actually, from Lululemon who, who provided these T-shirts right right around the time when we had the first sort of rally and run in the park. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it comes out every year. Have things changed in the park? You said that you still go there to where this happened. Is there Were there safety issues? Have things improved there? I don't know. Uh, around this person... 
I, I can't think things have improved except that over 10 years, maybe the person's moved away. Maybe they never lived there in the first place. Uh, maybe they never want to go back there. But you said they cleared the brush, though. Too is there better lighting? Is there have this? Is the park condition improved? Then I don't think the parks really changed that much. No, I, th- I mean the, they've cleared. I don't know why they cleared the brush. Maybe because of this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is very hard. What's how? What's the family been like? I know that Wendy had uh, two daughters, two teenage girls. What's it been like for them? It's been really hard for them, and they've lived with it and been very stoic about it, but I know that it, it deeply affects them to this day. And for her husband, Michelle, it's been just shattering. It's, uh, you know, from starting out being a suspect, you, you, you find out your wife's been murdered, and then suddenly you're a suspect and you're treated like some murderer. Um, that's, let me just say, unsettling, to put it lightly. And then going through the lie detectors and all that stuff, and also people's kind of, um, I, I got to say, malicious, idle speculation that they somehow know that the husband did it. And we know, the police know that he had, you know, he is as much a victim as, as more of a victim than anybody else. And uh, so it's been, it's been very hard for him. I can imagine. Do you have hope, though? Like we, we keep hearing about, you know, the crimes being solved from decades ago, whether it's DNA or new technology, you know, things like that. Do you have hope that someday we're going to get answers on this? Oh, we have to have hope uh, because that's part of it. We, we feel like uh, we owe it to Wendy. We owe it to the community. We owe it to the rest of the family. The, the family owes it to, its, to itself to, to find some resolution to this, even though we know that if there were a suspect in a trial, it would be another whole round of pain and agony and, and public heartache. But it's something we we think it's important to, to push through and, and hope for. Fingers crossed, right? Yeah. You do never know when that one thing might happen. So if anyone with any information, as Peter was just saying here, even if you don't think there was something important about that day, there might have been. You just don't know. Uh, please call RCMP Major Crimes Unit, 778-290-5291. Think back to that day, April 3rd, 2009. If you saw anything or heard anything unusual, uh, you can also call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. Peter, thanks for joining us on this today. Thanks for doing this, Simi.